This is exciting. I'll tell you, when you talk about when you talk about being a business that disrupts your industry, that disrupts your territory, that disrupts other companies, you're going to love this. So don't miss this coming up. Hey, this is Greg McAfee and welcome to the Greg McAfee show. Now let's get started. Greg McAfee here, continuing on with the Greg McAfee Show, uh, the podcast of my business revival uh, business boot camp. And we are, uh, I teach the LAP method, L-A-P-P, learn, act, produce, and prosper. And this final session of the LAP method um, has to do with prosper. And if you're in business, you should want to prosper. It's not... um, it's not, if you're just about making money, I've said this before, you're going to chase money the rest of your life. But the byproduct of being in business is that you need to prosper. You need to prosper to be able to pay your bills, pay your people, and uh, stay in business and make a profit, which is uh, prosper. But sometimes above and beyond just doing all that is um, not every business can do this. And uh, I, I may have mentioned this before, but in 2008, we were in a recession, and I decided, with the help of a mentor, I decided to not hunker down and not uh, back off and be scared. I actually did quite the opposite. We hired a few more people. I increased my advertising substantially, and my my advertising's always been somewhere between six and eight percent of our gross revenue, and I increased our advertising. We purchased new equipment, new trucks, and we went out and made things happen. And we had a record high year in 2008 when everyone else was down in my industry, especially in my area. When everyone else was down, we were up somewhere around 46%. It was unheard of. And we skipped a whole million of sales. And for a small business, that's hard to do. So we were we were prospering that year. We were making things happen. We were doing things outside the box. We were doing things differently than everyone else. And that's exactly what you need to be doing as a small business. If you're just going to follow the path of least resistance or the path of everyone else, don't be disappointed. But when you step out and you start thinking different, you'll prosper. Now, here's a couple of things that'll help you prosper. Number one is lower debt. Keep your debt low. You shouldn't be going into a lot of debt anyway. There's no there's no reason for it. When you're starting out, you're you're starting out at a slow pace. If you're starting off too fast, you're going to crash and burn fast anyway. So, keep your debt low. There's no reason to go into a lot of debt. If you if you uh, uh most of the time people either work out of their house or work out of their truck for the first year or two anyway, if you feel that you need a eventually need a building, then that's a good investment. Okay. I'm not saying that you have everything you have to buy has to be debt free, but if you choose for it to be debt free, then that's fine. But keep your debt low. If uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, differently. We'll talk about different things rather here, excuse me, about debt and keep your debt low. 
if uh, if you're buying trucks and you can uh, negotiate some interest rates that are in the single digits, then uh, and it makes sense to you to uh, keep some debt on some trucks, then then that's fine. But don't just don't get over your head in debt. A business is just like your personal life with more zeros. That's all it is. So you don't want to go into a lot of debt personally, and you don't want to go into a lot of debt uh, business-wise. Reinvest your profits. Um, take your profits and reinvest them into the company. Yeah, as as time goes on, you you can take you can take a little bit out. You know, you can invest it in some other things in your life. I mean, after all, if you're an S corporation, you're paying taxes. You're paying taxes on the uh, profits of your uh, corporation anyway, it rolls right over into your personal and you're paying taxes on those profits. So yeah, you can take some out every once in a while. However, re I reinvest, I at McAfee, we, I reinvest all my, not all, I reinvest 80 to 90% of profits right back into the business by hiring, training, equipment, trucks, um, repairs on buildings, all that kind of stuff. I reinvest and, and it pay, and it pays off. It really does. So re, try to reinvest, um, some of your profits back into the business and request early pay discounts on per purchases, especially your equipment purchases. You should be getting anywhere between one and 3% if you pay it by a certain day of the month. And typically that's the 10th of the month. If, if you, uh, uh, if your bill for your equipment comes in and you pay by the 10th, you get two to 3% discount, um, off the, uh, gross amount of the, of the invoice do that. It will save you thousands. It will save you tens of thousands. And depending on how big you get, it will save you hundreds of thousands. So, um, it's a great way. It's a great way to earn it's a great way to earn money because you're not going to earn it in a, in a bank account right now. Okay. Uh, payment in full upon completion. Uh, everything we do from service to install to air duct cleaning, everything we do is we have an agreement. We put so much money, a customer puts so much money down. I think it's around 25% and they, uh, they pay in full upon completion. Our, our, receivables are very, very, very low. Every once in a while, we will carry something for someone, but for the most part, it's very low. If um, we, we pay, and I, I've, I've coached and consulted companies that don't do this, and they get into a major cash problem. Uh, they run out of cash, basically, because they're not getting the proper down payment on a job. They're not getting, if they do light commercial or commercial, they're not getting the draws they need to get. And they're, they're, they're carrying all the burden for their customer. And then their customers taking their time paying for the, for the, uh, the product or the service and the company's getting screwed. So you've got to get a down payment. You've got to do draws in the commercial world and you've got to get paid upon completion in the residential world. High, highly recommended. And then have a succession plan. You know, um, that, that's, that's going to help you prosper and have, that's also going to keep your company going in case anything happens to you, whether you're out two to four weeks or whether you're out two to four months or whether you're out two to four years or whether you get thrown under a bus and you're no longer coming back. Um, you've got to think about a plan. What's this, what's this thing going to look like without you? What, 
what is who's going to run your business? Is there a second or a third generation? Is there is there a, a key manager that's going to be able to run it without you? Are are you preparing them to do this without you? And when I ask when I ask a lot of the companies that I coach, they the answer is no. So they they have a plan. Um, we, you know we have so and so they're going to take over whether it's whether it's another generation or a, a key person. So and so is going to take over. Have you like uh, coached them or allowed them maybe to run the place for a week without you? Well, no. Don't be disappointed. I don't think it's going to work too well. So think about a succession plan. Start thinking about it now. Start taking some notes now. Read about it. Google it. Find out how to have a how to have a succession plan. You don't have to write a book. Three to four pages, and you know, that's, that's, uh, that's all it takes, but have a plan. Okay. And then know your numbers. This is important because most small business in the HVAC world of all the companies that I have coached, there are not too many business owners that know their numbers. I'll say, how much uh, how much revenue did you uh, did you bring in this month? Well, I think okay. How much revenue have you brought in so far this year? Well, it's about guys. I'm telling you, it's very important to know your numbers. You say I'm not good at accounting. Well, there's not too many heating and air conditioning companies that are. I've only met one, and he was actually a CPA who bought a heating and air conditioning company. So that's very rare. So, no, no, we're not the best at this. But number one, you have to learn. You have to learn what you need to know and how important it is for you to know that. And then number two, you have to have people, you have to surround yourself with people who know numbers, who can help you understand the numbers. And it, it, it's... It's hard at first, but as you as you only learn what you need to know, it's not as hard as you think it is. So find uh, first of all, you need a really good book bookkeeper. Uh, you need a good bookkeeper to help you enter the numbers and make sure everything's entered good. And then you need a certified accountant um, who looks at your at, looks at your um, numbers at least quarterly. And then, and, and also who does your tax returns. You need, you need someone who does your tax returns and who knows how to do them well. Um, so that, that's very important for a small business. And a lot of guys uh, end up, um, the LAP method, learn, act, produce, and prosper. The last P is for a prosper for a reason. See, if you learn and you act and you produce, well, I'm hoping you're going to prosper. Uh, and, and you hope you're hoping you're going to prosper as well. So know your numbers, find out what's important. What numbers do you need to know? How many installs did you do this month? How many are on, how many you are on track to do this month? What's your net profit? How many, how many, uh, how many service calls have you run? What's your average price per service call? What's your average price per install? So I could go on and on and on with this. Most, most, most guys don't know these numbers. And, you know, the last, I believe the last one here or, or close to the last one here um, on Prosper is very important. Um, Harvey Firestone had approximately 42,000 employees by the time he was 40 years old. He said, take care of people. Henry Ford, 
take care of people. He Henry Ford did his best to take care of people, made made people more money per hour than any employer back then in a factory setting, um, and they screwed him and and uh, formed a union anyway. But that's another story. Take care of people. Take care of your employees. Take care of your customers and take care of your vendors. All those very important. Very important. Take without cust without employees, you're not going to have a business. You're not even going to worry about customers if you don't have employees. So take care of your employees first. And take if you take care of your employees, your employees will help you take care of your customers. And if you take care of your employees and your customers, you're going to naturally take care of your vendors, your suppliers. So take care of people. Normally, not always, no promises, but normally you take care of people, they'll take care of you. Okay. Let me see what we got here. So I mentioned uh, part of the prospect prosper is to um, request early pay discounts. Um, this is a few years old, but we saved uh, fifty to 80,000 in annual savings by paying invoices early. okay? So fifty to eighty thousand dollars. that's that's another employee or two, okay? That's what we saved. We had to pay we had to pay for the material anyway, and we just paid early. And we saved fifty to eighty thousand dollars. And I don't know about you guys, I get excited about that. Uh, today, just so you know, and it's 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 on purpose, and we've worked very hard for it for thirty years. We're one hundred percent debt free. We 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 buy things on credit, but we pay them off quickly. And monthly meetings, we have monthly meetings. Uh, to review financials in all departments uh, and on all department reports. Um, we meet twice weekly to update service revenue. We, we need service revenue is very important. We need to know where we're at on a daily basis and you know what our averages are on a daily basis and how many calls have we run and we really got we've got these goals that our planning team meets uh, approximately two months prior to set the goals for two months from now. So last month they were setting goals for December. And um, so we got to know those numbers. They're very important. You can't, can't hit a goal if you don't know what it is. Can't hit a goal if you don't know where you are. And you can't hit a goal if you don't know where you want to be. So we also have daily updates of cash flow. Those are, I get a, I get a text or an email every single day. Um, how much cash do we have? How much cash, cash is uh, being batched? And, um, you know, how much cash do we have in the bank and all that good stuff. So, you know, cash is king. Cash is important. Um, uh, that, the One of the second business books I ever read was called Cash, Cash, Who's Got the Cash? Very important for a small business. You know, if it was easy, folks, everybody would be doing it. If it was easy, everybody have a successful business. If it was easy, that large percentage of uh, companies wouldn't go out of business if it was easy. There's nothing easy about this. You're, most of you are very good at heating and air conditioning or plumbing or electrical or, or whatever trade you're in. Most of you are very good at that, but you're lacking the business skills that you need to be successful. And those are teachable, but you need to take time and you need to put time into learning to 
understand your business. If you say, Greg, I am not interested in understanding anything about business. Well, you know what? That's okay, but you better have someone on staff who does. That's actually okay, but you better have someone on staff who understands every aspect of your business. There, there are companies with business owners that are, the business owners are still out in the field. Um, but the, but they have people inside who know the business and who meet with those people and they review on a, on a regular basis. So I think that's where, uh, we'll, we'll pick back up, um, next time on the disruption training. This is exciting. I'll tell you, when you talk about, when you talk about being a business that disrupts your industry, that disrupts your territory, that disrupts other companies, you're going to love this. So don't miss this coming up. The disruption training. We disrupted our industry terribly bad. <laughs> terribly bad. Uh, it was fun. And uh, we took a huge amount of market share. So that's what we'll talk about next time. In the meantime, think about LAP. Learning, acting, producing, and prosper. I want you to prosper. I want you to learn some things from me that you can go out and implement and prosper. So until next week, carry on. Have a great day.